doing loopy. Let's talk about your shirt, your new shirt. God, I'm so embarrassed. No. My mom's gonna kill me. <laughs> like we can't, I can't say. Do you know what I mean? The money, like that's that's not that's not anyone's business but my own. Exactly. That's how we should all live our lives. <laughs> we need to keep some secrets. But like, it is really slay, obviously. You look amazing. I'm pretty sure, from my research, I'm pretty sure it was 2001 spring summer. Hmm. Ready to wear, obviously. Or it would be. Pre-9-11. That's true. Right before. Which is why it's special. We saw a lot of movies together this week. I was thinking about. We did. Should we briefly touch on all of them, actually? Was it three or four? Oh, my God. Is that how we start this? I guess we're not. I mean, we're st- because you wanted the cat in the beginning, we've already started. Oh, but all of that's not included. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, that, no. Oh. There's nothing there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a minute. It's not, it's nothing. Oh, my God. A minute and everyone's like, um. <laughs> it, what? Honey, if they're here, <laughs> they're queer. <laughs> that's, not, they're <laughs> that's not true. We have a strong anti-queer fan base absolutely yeah starting militant with you, starting with you yeah of course they, they're my followers <laughs> um you are the candace owens back. of gay culture <laughs> no no that's milo yiannopoulos he's the actual you guys are and i'm not a an a, i'm not an actual white supremacist unfortunately yeah there's you a could, spectrum babe there's shut a spectrum. up <laughs> um wait can i speaking of that i think it's i want to let her rip I want to start with... This can um, all be pre-intro, and then we'll just jump intro to this. Yeah, I want to just... I am proud to present Ezra and Keith in Cinemush. Thank you for tuning in. They are about to smush. Are you ready? <laughs> don't 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 tell don't tell it, are you gagged that hrh collection is half jewish is it her dad or her mom her uh, dad it's her dad her mom's greek <sighs> love that though yeah i know love that for me and peter mm-hmm. and they're like super re- republican i um, mean thank yeah, god uh, orange county um <laughs> wait what i saw this clip that was like why how is half the country Republican, but no one will admit it? No one's talking about it. The silent majority. <laughs> right. And I'm like, uh-huh. Well, it's just like there's different circles of the internet. That's not how that works. No, I know it's also just different circles of society. If yeah. you're in a tiny little like liberal bubble where Bitch. people won't admit they're Republican, sure. Right. But, but go anywhere else. city, mama. Ain't right. no shame. Nowhere. And what it really means is... Republican is synonymous with racist. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and no one wants to. Well, that's admit literally that true. Racist. If you be killed, not the people, not the people actually ruining the country. Those people that voted. Anyway, 
Your people. Oh, don't. Stop. Stop. Okay, stop. <laughs> stop! <laughs> Shut up! Um, yeah, but uh, we did. We, watched... we saw the plot against Harry right after yeah, we recorded last week. That's right. On Jewish. Day, right? Yeah. Jew- Speaking of Jew. Jew. Um, it was what, too Jewish the... for Hollywood. Sorry, everybody. No, it literally was. Y'all think we control the media? Uh-uh. Um, is there is there a specific phrase like, like I know the one for Passover is Hag Sameach, for Yom Kippur. Yeah, what do you say? Good Yontif. Just good Yontif. Were you saying that? Ha- you could say Hag Sameach. That's for so all of giving Yontif all in his mouth like Licka. Good Yontif. I love that. You know J and Bay. They are of the tribe. They love the Jews. That Jay Z is what H R H said. He can't be anti-Semitic. Well, who is it? Who is it? Was it Nikki that says my lawyer's Jewish in her song? Who said this? There's Cardi. Ew, Cardi yeah, it's, it. Cardi, it's Cardi. It's Cardi. It's Cardi. <laughs> <laughs> but what's the bar specifically? Oh, you know my lawyer Jewish. So I'm gonna get. <laughs> he gonna give me all that money or something like that. Um. Anyway, we need. To, I'll find it. But no, I, I can't remember the exact line reading. But anyway, yes, we saw. The but plot Ju- against but Jay Z says Michael Romer. Jay Z says, you know what? Why Jewish people own all the property in America? You said this. That's how they did it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. He it, it was that. When did he say those words? Two thousand three. No, four, four, four. We were like twenty. Oh wow. Sixteen. Yeah. Twenty fifteen. Twenty sixteen. So That's late. Huge. Yeah, I know. Do Do the Jews own all the property in America? There's not that many. In all of America, sweetie. I mean, it's, it's the same thing of people who, like, grew up in New York. In New York, they think yeah. that that's the whole country. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So funny. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they own all the property in Brooklyn, New York. In Crown Heights, Bed-Stuy. Yeah, but... Up yeah. your side. Um, I, now moving out of North Brooklyn now, none of my building people are Jews anymore, so I don't trust uh, them. No, you don't. Yeah. You can't. I don't trust them. So we saw Plot Against Harry on Tuesday, <laughs> and then on Saturday we saw Desire Law Law of Desire. Desire. Uh, and then on Sunday, yeah, we saw Demon Lover. Demon Slayer. Demon Lover, as as Olivier would say, my film Demon Lover. I love a I love a shriveled mousy man who this just man. bags the ladies yeah well he met he me really in love when she was giving 15 or 14 giving 15 or was the 15? character was is 14 yeah i think she was 15 16 they didn't start they didn't get it really going together until because when he met her he was with maggie chung and then he left maggie chung for this young bitch and him and Maggie Chung are definitely okay, not haven't spoken since then <laughs> no but look up if we're to believe the Irma Vep show which he really makes that explicit but he's like oh it was yeah that was a v- fascinating part of that show I know <laughs> the ghostly Maggie Chung presence yeah and then the woman there's an actress who literally is playing her grown up yeah that materializes in his apartment yeah that's what i'm talking about oh, not margo's playing oh. you know we gotta leave toys around so she doesn't although she did poop in carmen's bed again yesterday fuck i know should we do a live skinning like that guy on facebook that one time that netflix documentary about the guys that's your best killing friend. you cats. can't skin your friend live 
Well, Skin if, me if she shits in my other friend's bed, I might have Aww. to make an exception. Carmen, did you hear that? No, she doesn't listen. No, she would never. <laughs> no. She says, if I'm seeing you on a daily basis, I'm not listening to this. Yeah, but that's if I, really fair. if I moved away. I get it. Yeah. If you moved away, that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> to stay in touch. Okay, well. Anyway, yeah, you were talking about Olivier. Well, about- can you look up how old... <laughs> I just need to know how what? old is We're Mia Hansen Love? Age gap discourse. How old is Mia Hansen Love? Mia Hansen Love is in what her year 40s. did they get married? Mia Hansen Love is in her forties. That's what I'm saying because I don't thirties. I think they got together 42. in the late two thousands though. She's forty two, and she started dating Olivier in two thousand two, the year that Dimon Lover came out. So she was. Um, Wow, from 15 years, from 2002 to 2017. And he'd already directed her in two films. So she was 20. Um, when? In 2002? 21. She was 21. Hey. But they met when she she's in... Uh, and how old is he? Late August, early September. In... 90. Let's see when they met. That's 98. Eight, so she was 17 16 or 17 Playing a 14 year old okay. I don't know what the laws are in France I know um, what my laws are The, the, the law in France is Who gives a fuck Straight out the Rien womb. Foutre, As they say Yeah, um, yeah. Groom like, from birth Great You're a I mean I just love that Every single French film mm. 60, 65% of French films Are about a neurotic philosophy professor who starts fucking a 16 year old and then she like changes his viewpoint on something. And I think that's really important. Um, okay. So she, <laughs> and that's really Wait, important. So he was born in 55. Whoa. He's almost 30 years older than her. He's 27 years older than her. Slay. So she was 21 and he was 48. That's hot. I'll say it. That's hot. Um, anyway, whatever. But you know that there, there was... T- I just th- wanted the math. I have nothing to say about it. You know the whole thing that, like, Dane Cook just got engaged to the girl that he started dating when she was 17? Why are we talking about Dane Cook, It came honey? up on the TV because they got engaged just the other day. Can we talk about Dice <laughs> instead? Because at least... <laughs> about I what? Need a compelling Dykes? <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, did he marry a child too? No, no, no. I think his... His current wife is younger, but like not oh. crazy. Okay. I just I'm talking about like stadium comedians, at least someone with some quality. Him in Blue Jasmine, him in Dice in Starsborn. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. He's an amazing actor. Okay, what are we doing? What are we doing right We're now? We're talking about demon We're lover. We're cinema shing. Exactly. But quick first, quickly, the other two. A quick a Harry, quick note. Harry and Desire. Trouble. I always think it's the trouble with Harry. Is that plot a different film? Harry. It's the plot against Harry. Because I said a... something about Harry, but that's but something that's about like Mary. <laughs> and there's also Deconstructing Harry by Woody Allen. Okay. Um, the plot against Harry. So fun. 1972. Great. Cra- like, und- Indian, like, literally never released because of a bad test screening. Like, until yeah. 1990. Uh, just like. Because it's too Jewish. fun, schlubby. It's too Jewish. Kind of like cynical, like little. Little trip ahead of its New time York City. in so many ways. Yeah, and I was talking. I saw my grandmother a couple of days later, and <laughs> she has this picture of her mother and her mother's like five sisters, and they all look like the women in that movie. Oh with, like, my god! That like shaped hair. Yeah, the black 
hair. All the uh, ladies who were gossiping the at the spa, after. like them. Yeah, and like the at the bar mitzvahs, oh, at the wedding, yeah. like all the women, they're like middle-aged women. Middle-aged stories matter. Yeah, that is now yeah. The, that's Literally. the new theme. Well, of this speaking podcast. of that, on Friday I'm seeing opening night near film festival May December. Middle-aged women's mm-hmm. stories matter. Yeah, they just matter. Yep. Um. So, so excited for that trailer! Full trailer came out today. Uh, oh, wow. oh, oh, I'm just goon, goon, gooning on that one. That's a yeah. That's all your girls. Oh, it's gonna be so good. Anyway, um, and then we saw Law of Desire at yeah. 11 p.m. and I fell yes. asleep. <laughs> of course you did. You freak. I texted I texted Shaw and she was like, this "Sounds like my mom. You're what? really just giving mother sleeping, like mom, falling asleep at the falling function. asleep at the movies. Yeah, couldn't be me. Never. No." Never. If if it's after ten or like I didn't fall asleep. That's Pe- when I'm the most awake. Peter and I <laughs> saw Rotting in the Sun on Friday at nine twenty five. I late. did not fall asleep. No. No. That's a different. That, was, that and also I think that was the cu- the cutoff. Really is like ten o'clock. It, yeah. If it starts, it's a two hour movie that starts after ten. And I had been having late nights all week. Yeah. Up till four thirty dancing. Like it's just gonna be a mess. <laughs> Look at you, club kid. Club kid era. Mm. Mm, mm, I mm, was out mm, until late mm, this mm, weekend too. Mm. I don't do that. I know. We look at us. So crazy. Anyway, yeah, love desire so fun. Love yeah. to just like really dig into being an evil gay psychotic, um, and then also just like a gay male artist narcissist who yes. loves being a monster. Love loves a monster. Yeah, killing for them. <laughs> the chubby um, youthful face of Antonio Banderas. I know. That his fucking little, cock. His, little, his teeth. You see that damn cock in that movie too. Was I asleep at that point? Girl, no, it's early, early on, so I hope no, not. No, I definitely wasn't. It's like one of the first times you see him. He slips on his little panties and you, you get a I saw a lot of, of kickity cock. A lot of kickity cock. Not in Demon Lover though. No. You know that Law of Desire is NC seventeen. It was when it was released in the States. Interesting. Yeah. Which I'm like, oh, fuck off. Not rotting in the sun. Although. It's just not rated, period. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be. Trust. <laughs> How does that work these days? Hard cocks. Or just like, well, There's a course. dick being sucked in that movie like that. Multiple. Yeah. So that's just like, that's, it's over. It's going to go ahead and be over. How does rating, like, is it the same as it always was? But there's just like like theatrical you release is not what it, it once was. You yeah. don't need a they don't rating chokehold on go in theaters. It doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, like uh, Passages was released not rated because they th- tried to give an NC seventeen and they were like bitch bye. Which I'm like take the NC seventeen. That's good marketing. That's, that is. Good. I'm like why not take it? Uh, Especially like, for a movie like, like that. that was iconic. Yeah. Like take it. <laughs> Like you're not out here for like the little Christian mothers and yeah, children. Yeah, what league Christian league of decency, bitch? What the fuck? You think they're going to see passages <laughs> regardless? Ow. <laughs> Hope so. <sighs> Me too. Another, um, which is just like, oh my god, not even that horny. Like, at least there's actual dicks being sucked on camera and rotting in the sun. <laughs> I mean, when they're f- when the husbands are fucking and he's like grabbing, like just tickling his asshole. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Artistic. I love playing with men's assholes. Sorry, that's a different podcast soundboard <laughs> sound <laughs> from Nympho Wars. I wish we had it. Anyway. We got to start that uh, GoFundMe. I know. Well, like, we have a one guy who said he would fucking pitch in, but I'm like, how many is it going to take for us to get, like, a $150 
Um, that's not that much. That's how much this was. Huh? That's how much this was. Okay. Let's talk. Let's, let's link and build on that. Yeah. Let's get um, to Sunday. What? Let's get to Sunday. Why we're really here, which was a demon L. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. Because we've Please. talked about so much how we are, we're Olivier Hive. Yeah. We are, and I think just about anybody could be because of the range. Yeah. He really has something for just about but everybody. But and there is, but there is a constant through line of um, of greatness. <laughs> of greatness, of horniness. Yeah, and just like intoxicating yeah. aesthetic hard not to just like mm. and yeah. and but and writing too it's all in there maybe Ooh, that's he, the he main crux it of it is is the writing yeah. the execution yeah he seems like everything the every department like is hitting like yeah <laughs> the costume the music the and he's band. a true intellectual yeah like he's a but he's a student see, this is he's a scholar and the real crack that you get why do we always keep coming back to france it's because in france you still have these little freaks yeah. Who like the 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 Kaye generation yeah. back in the Dizay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 who yeah. take silly genre tropes and American cinema very, very seriously. And in a like, smarter way than anybody here does. But I think in in it's inherently a little bit a little bit circle jerky. Of course. Of course. But what are we talking about? It Movies. creates it, what it brings forth yeah. is so juicy because absolutely you get something like demon lover, which is a, which is so funny that like is, it is marketed and was, and it's still only ever really described as a corporate thriller, mm. which it only is for about 45, 15 minutes. 45, yeah. And then it, the last hour and 10 minutes it just fucking it was giving margin call in the beginning yeah yeah 100 <laughs> really yeah. you literally you get the you get the really great montages of the sales mm. floor mm-hmm. everyone screaming and yelling the private and jet calling. sequence in the beginning yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. come yeah. on yeah come on corporate espionage you know stealing trade secrets it's all it's all that and then yeah sharp outfits Ooh, sharp bobs aesthetics, on bobs cold aesthetic like Icy bobs. That cold early two thousands <laughs> corporate aesthetic. Yeah. Well, it's like the the damn the cool lighting, the mm-hmm. cool you know, uh, what do they call that? Something. I was thinking balance, like hospital office lighting. Yeah. 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 It and really yet, what really is this film actually oh. about? Not that to me. To me, it is. This is. This is my. Let me just try and. Because a lot of uh, it was fun. I also last night I, I skimmed through it again and I was looking yeah. at reviews, and there was it was really interesting because some even like the positive ones were like, you'll never you won't know what happens, but you will think about it, you know, in yeah. the coming weeks. Like it'll come back to you like a dream. Like absolutely. Yeah. Um. And then of course there was one iconic like Dallas Star something r- terrible review where it was like it's un. In what's the in in um what's the word? Incomprehensible and unwatchable. Which I'm like, that's crazy. Incomprehensible? Maybe. I get from where you're coming from, sure. Not unwatchable. Unwatchable? It's fucking crack. Like how can you not? How can you not? I mean 
and there's uncomfortable moments, but and incomprehensible. I don't think that's a bad thing with movies. No, and I, that's why I would take that. And I'm not saying. And this is the. I I think it's afterwards hard to penetrate. It is, and afterwards I struggled because you were like, "Let's talk about it," and I was like, "It took You're me like, a minute." I'm like, it, "It's gonna, it's gonna need Nicki Minaj." It's that clip of her saying, "You're not gonna understand the song the first time you hear it." Yeah. <laughs> also, I think that's one thing that my favorite filmmakers do. Not always in the way that this movie does it, but in a way Olivia Asayas often does, is make something artistically messy or like elegantly messy well executed but you're not getting a neat package at the end of it yeah and it's but it like but it is so you trust that controlled implications once the 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 scenes that follow one after another once it once there's a snap yeah which like we'll, we'll get into like they are so well chosen like after looking through it again, it's such a specific little road that it takes you on yeah. after it kind of does a little Mulholland drive. Like let's turn the movie on its head for the second half. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and really look. Yeah. And I think back a year ago, did I, I even f- get to say what I think it was about? No, no. What the fuck happened? What? What's wrong with us? I don't, how well, did we even, how did I get off of that? I was about to say, say give my okay, thesis. Wh- and then what the hell happened? Well, I just, okay. You s- s- just go there. Did you interrupt me? No, no, you probably interrupted yourself, bitch. You always do. Which one is the sad trombone? It's this, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, oh, my God. Everyone's every, canceled, canceled. Jesse turned it off. Yep. Um, I ate. See, this is what happens when I eat my bar before the episode, Jesse. You get burps. <laughs> you get burps. Um, it's about the impossible. It's about our stories in the digital age all converging on each other and essentially all that's being left in terms of like what is entertainment and what we can recognize is extreme sex and violence. Uh, And like, it's about these characters in a very, very French cinema way. It reminds me of Jacques Rivette seventies, like Selena, Julie go boating where it's about characters who realize they're inside a story, a story of the digital age and get trapped in it. And Mm. they think they're the power players and then the story and the elements that the nasty dark elements that the characters are playing with uh that it, from the beginning from the opening scene yeah the television screens on the private jet is a montage of exploding explosions exploding cars and burning bodies mm-hmm. um all that st- all the stuff that we that we see every day that's we're inundated with like literally mm. is the world and it consumes the characters by the end um i think that's really apt i thank think thank you the the digital age the internet yeah the and the just the corporate powers that be like thinking this jumping is, on it the and, dot com right, boom isn't right. that exactly it's right post around the dot that. com boom yeah like, and that's I think, like 90s and i think why two like post y2k mm-hmm. like i think we are right post 9-11 this film was 2002 i i don't know if it was filmed i i, I mean 9-11 might have happened while they were filming this it's movie it's possible um, Look that up yeah. really quick mm-hmm. before I add on to what you just said. No, keep no. While I'm looking this up, say. Well, I think this idea that there is structure one to you know the internet, the digital, the wild west of it filmed in the fall of of 2001. So after, so in like the, during at during, yeah <laughs> during yeah. um, and just thinking that like oh you know. 
it is this game of corporate espionage. Like assuming it's you know there are power players, it yeah. is it fits into a structure <laughs> of capitalism. But you're like, no, honey, it's well, it's here. Yeah, <laughs> the darkness beneath that is really what's controlling it. This idea that well, we have these legals, they they're over it, but it's actually they're in the center of a giant circle, and it's all around. And I think that's what that's what the corporate culture is is like mm-hmm. this this surrounding of crime. And being founded in a criminal black market underbelly, but in this but film, that is it the penetrates of it. all of it, and it in, it's injected it right. And you're dealing the with one, pornography. You're yes. dealing with right. So let's let's yeah. also yeah. just say. So yes, the film is Demon Lover in 2002. Subject wise, especially at the start, it is about multiple yeah. different double crossing corporate players lots of espionage lots of like we're all who knows where people's alliances are but we know our main character who is kind of our the lens through which we go through it which is connie nielsen literally like ice robot queen perfectly cast Fantastic. i think i think some people in the past have maybe called her a bad actor nope but i think this film she's casted exactly to what she can do best which is be a fucking mannequin She's incredible. And like she holds a lot behind those eyes and she's so But when the moments crack. Oh yeah. Crack. She, she really it's just crack. <laughs> it's cracked when delivers. she cracks. Anyway, she is they're all everything that they're fighting mm-hmm. over this is a French company. They're they're in, in Tokyo. Yeah. Trying to get the European rights to uh three D anime porn interactive websites. Tokyo anime, the company. Yeah. Japan porno. There's well, no, because Demon more. Lover already has Japan porno. Okay, They're so it's getting, Demon Lover Tokyo versus anime is the new Megatronics. Megatronics is is versus the, Demon that's Lover. Right. Those, Those are, are the, the two. two. Yeah, and our and our diva herself, our Miss Dian, is is at Demon Lover, working her way up, secretly working for Megatronics. Yes, she is a plant. Yeah, a literal. Her name is not her name. She yeah. was, she is a We never spy. know her real name. No. Yeah. <laughs> she was planted as the personal assistant to the, I assume this effectively the CEO. The CEO yeah. And becomes By the, displacing the other bitch who's in charge of whatever. What is that project. actress's name? Oh, her. The, I, the woman. Cause love her. She's, she's a lot amazing. Of stuff. She's in so much. Uh, especially of his. She, yes. She comes yes, back yes, time yes, and time yes, again. Yes. Um, her name is Dominique Raymond. Um, and she is Dion ousts her literally in the beginning of the gets film. her locked in a handcuffed locked in a trunk drugged at the airport by her yeah yeah good stuff um, but where does this all see and like throughout this first half in which you might you're like okay yeah I know this movie is something I've maybe seen before. This is fun. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. No, and he um, and he's he's a king of the oh. kind of real life. So you're like, oh, this is one of right. his, you know, kind of very closely realized. But even then, like, do you remember? We just talked about like the, the kind of the mini heist at the airport, the opening, the opening yeah. sequence. Yep. Um, big sequence. It's like 20 minutes or something. Um, the end of that is marked by this really crazy shot that you never get again because this, f- he, he refuses to do a single other wide establishing shot ever again, pretty much. Yeah. Except for a few in the, in, the, in out in nature when things get really wide and open, but in there's the not la- much in to the establish in those. Exactly. There's a shot. What are you doing? Why do you do this every time? Because I'm quality control. Do you know what you should do? 
Yes. Put a little mirror. I can do that at your apartment because the TV is acts as the mirror. Uh, okay, well, you should genuinely put a mirror right there. Anyway. I don't there have There is one. a shot once they're leaving the airport mm-hmm. of the view of 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 seat of damn CDG, Charles de Gaulle. Yeah. And half, exactly half of this view of the incoming cars is like all futuristic and new. And then the second half is entirely cranes and construction. And it looks really, really strange because I think it's like a edited, it's like a digital little shot where they added in all the construction on the half, but it's like split down the middle mm-hmm. and it's really chilling because yeah. it's like the new era, the new, you know, it's like mm-hmm. this new futurism, this, yeah. Our, the, our version of the industrial revolution. Yeah. Our and then generation. of course through the rest of this I mean all of the film but mm-hmm. this first half in which you're like think you have a grip on things everything is shot with extremely long lenses yeah. it's a cinemascope and we're like here we're extreme close ups only the camera is always moving and the edits are like so it's literally like you feel like you're in a washing machine mm-hmm. a little bit um, and there's lots of shots of screens that then bleed into the lights lens flaring through a rainy window to mm-hmm. like a club lasers to like you yeah. know so many little screens and little buttons and like uh it's all very yeah. <laughs> trying to like really hit you with hit you what hard. we're dealing with here before we start going crazy yeah so basically like there is there's the first part there's the transition scene which is the the major the the, the murder the attempted murder the, the, the bloody brawl with between Connie Nielsen and Gina Gershon. And then there's the rest of the movie. And that is starts the, to literally like just, that's how we first were like, it's time to watch this movie together because we watched, I don't know if it was show. We were talking about Gina Gershon. We're a talking about Miss Gina. Cause we love <laughs> Gina Gershon. Which, have you even seen bound yet? Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Did we not watch that together? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yes, but I, I did watch Love that within one. the last year. Okay, good. Great. Well, no. And um, she, and it's her, and it's Chloe Savigny. Chloe Savigny. And she is, I was thinking to that point of the way the, the film really shifts in tone, Chloe is the arbitrator yes. of the shift. Yes, she is. Because <laughs> when she suddenly. Is like the supervillain, spoiler alert, kind of, or is is? Well, she's I like the Marion Cotillard <laughs> in um, Dark Knight Rises. Yes. So there's two levels at which like this shift takes. Like, it is still using this first half and subverting it because essentially every single assumption that we and the character of Deanne have about who's in control, yeah. which like we see her as the the agent, really shift, really doing shit. She's She's yelling of, at Chloe Savini because Chloe Savini is like she says, a little, fucking little assistant, bitch. like a little administrative assistant. Go get my fucking papers, you little nasty yeah. bitch, basically. And she's like, you're bad at your job. I don't care that you're trying hard. You know, it's like, yeah, it's part. It's still in that corporate. She's like, why are you out with our clients? Line. But of course, like she's literally like work, working for Demon Lover and, and these, which is like, it, or isn't that who Gina Gershon's working yes. for too? That is. Um, they're like the American way yeah, or whatever. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which we love. Gina Gershon playing the American with the crazy clothes, the leather pants, the hair, kneading pot. Like, I love gossip t-shirts. Yeah, like just 
Why don't uh, that needs to be the T-shirt of our boys' trip? We need to have five. No, I'm gonna get five of those before we go. That's so fun. That's so fun. Because you know how like families so, when they go to Disney, so they don't lose each yeah, other. They yeah, all yeah, wear the yeah, same yeah. shit. <sighs> do they do that? Because to not lose each other, they do that to be cute. Just like I think it is also, I, but it's often neon. So I'm like, it is to not lose each other. And just like low oh, of class. course, <laughs> low class American swamp. Yeah. People uh, drain it. Um, anyway, but yeah, beforehand, Chloe is Chloe is under her Miss Charles Berling, who plays the the man in charge, who is like seeming, who is I think like a little higher than Connie Nielsen at the start. No, the the woman we're talking. No, about? the guy Charles Berling. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're both like her and the 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 woman that uh, Diane ousts. And Karen. the guy, Karen and the guy are, I think they're tag teaming the Tokyo anime. Yeah. Project. What do you call that? Merger or whatever. Yeah. Acquisition. Acquisition. Um, and then in the second half, suddenly, I mean, well, we just got to We got to get granular because I need all the things on the damn table. Well, and Chloe is giving very much like mousy. Yeah. In the beginning. Young. Young. Um, yeah. And it, it's Chloe. Like, look at her face. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's just this innocent little angel. Except you know, that she's, she's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but in this, I mean, not until this. Not well, there's teeth to that innocence. It's not. Exactly. In, in every role it's she's true. played. It's true. It's so true. That's like such a good way to say it. Um, Bones Thank and all. You. The only part, the only good scene in that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally the only. Yeah. The, the only scary part of that movie. I loved. I loved that. I thought that was so kind. And okay. her in. You still haven't seen We Are Who We Are. No. She. You I have know. to just watch it for. She's the lesbian army mom. And like, t- terrifying at I moments, but also being abused by her son. Like, um, ooh. Obsessed. Yeah. She's also in Dogville by Lars French. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Kids. Kids. Oh my god. Ugh. Um, the snowman. <laughs> Um, and there's this, there's an iconic, I haven't seen the snowman, but I know that there's an Didn't iconic. Didn't everybody hate it? Yeah, but yeah. some people think it's like hilarious and, and fun. Um, cause it's apparently like a, so it cuts from Chloe Sevigny's head is found severed by the serial killer, the snowman route. Right. And it fades exactly match cut of the, the head now being on the live Chloe Sevigny's being like, that was my identical twin sister. <laughs> and that <laughs> makes me and you haven't seen it though no but i'm like that's something i need to view with my little eyes yeah thank you very much (laughs) Um, so yeah like and and so the relationship with chloe is that the relationship with them with i forget the character what's his name oh my god what's the character what's the man the baldy yeah the baldy guy i don't remember the love interest yeah she they're like weird and flirty but also at some point she starts someone immediately starts blackmailing her she doesn't know who about a drug and Karen and, and getting her locked in the car and she thinks it's him and they keep through that whole first section she's like they're like playfully she's like she's like somewhat half accusing him of of maybe knowing something but they're both like they you know they're talking about other things but it's like by proxy yeah. like that she's clearly like I think you did it um, and he did he, well we don't yeah, know but we don't know but at first really you only know. think that it was just Elise, it was yeah. just Little Miss Chloe. When so okay, so this transfer happens. At maybe the real crux of the film is this crazy burglary gone wrong uh, 
brawl sequence. And I think there's really a when lot Diane of breaks, Diane breaks into Gina Gershon's hotel she room. She does to steal her the files from her computer. Like Irma Vap. Very, yes. very fun. And Comes and, down the outside mm-hmm, the window. Mm-hmm. She's all in her clothes. Very Irma Yeah. Uh, in this old French Parisian building hotel. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> and love it. Are you kidding? Love it. Um, <laughs> and Gina comes home and she hides. She immediately sees that the, she broke. She breaks the window to break in, right? Yeah. And she sees the broken window. There's these crazy. It's the editing starts going fucking nuts. One of they like see each other through mirrors, through reflections, they all at once, and then run across and then and then tackle each other. They're they're struggling on the ground, and it's filmed like it's like this would even make Paul Greengrass's head spin. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the how how abstracted the action is. It's nauseating. It's crazy, yeah, and it's yeah. all like it, you just see little bits as they're. And then there's like a piece of glass being used, and Gina Gershon takes it the neck, to the neck, and then of course goes into she, the hallway. Her bloody hand on the outside of this pristine, brightly lit hotel hallway, uh, and she just like slowly works, and and then Connie comes behind her and is like, kind of like guides her, her her woozy ass into a like maid's closet, yeah, and starts and tries to start smother smothers her with a pillow, thinks she's dead. Or at least thinks she's down for the count. Turns around and there's just a puddle of blood on the floor. No. Gina. Turns around. Well, first she Gina's first gone. she comes to the she comes to the door, and she hears people outside. And there's this incredible shot of blood on both the outside of the maid's door and dragged along the next to that door. And they're both like closer to us. And we see a Japanese tourist couple come up into the room next door. And she's like, Oh no no no! Like maybe saying like. It's not translated, but you imagine yeah. it's like, oh, did we leave the key back? And then they need yeah. to. And then an old French couple also mm-hmm. comes in. Right next to, no one sees the blood on the walls. Yeah. Which is so, like, what we were just talking about, theme-wise, mm-hmm. really hits for me. Mm. Like, hiding in plain sight. Yeah. Like, the literal violence happening, and everyone is, is just yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know. Love that. Right under the, the things that exist beneath the society that we all pretend is yeah. the extent of the world we live right in. especially once you learn as we do mm-hmm. right before the tra- this transfer scene this this yeah. this crazy part we learn that maybe there is a chance that demon lover is profiting from a like maybe pretty real like russian mafia operated interactive torture sex site trafficking where women are being site, who are yeah. being held captive are people are paying for requests on how to torture them hellfire club yeah hellfire club uh so it's like whoa you know this stuff might go a little deep um, but it's like no that's mangatronics trying to sabotage right. uh, uh, and baby, demon lover it ain't nope let's just say that it ain't no. um so right that's you know, right in right in theme with the things right below the surface that you might not want to see, want to draw the connections to. Do you know what I mean? The corporate world to the deep dark under, like the nastiest. Like possible, we were talking about, which yeah. is always. I mean, it's very Epstein. It's all very like, this, and this, it's just a reality. It is like it's just a reality. Not to be so cute about it, but like they made some points. Yeah, well, I just like, don't think they're lizard people. 
or I also don't think that well, there's just a seedy. I don't think the celebrities are going on Ellen to talk about pizza toppings and that they're actually talking no. about what kind of children they like no, to rape. There's, no, but there is just. Do you know what I mean? Because people, of course not. Think no, that. I know, but I don't fuck the fuck those people. Like people that I know. But they're people that I work okay, with. Okay, don't tell me. Don't tell me that. I have not told you this. Tell me that. Oh, I have a story, but that's for off air. That's for off air. I don't want to know that. But anyway. <laughs> There is, we know there is a tie from the corporate structures of society. The capitalism is tied directly to crimes against humanity around yes. the world. It's yeah. just not, that's not a secret. Mm-mm. That's not a conspiracy. Everything's theory. a business. Like the world, just, it is me, what it the is. world monetary, the WMF or whatever it's called. Like the, the, they um, do, it's consumption all, of bodies. The mind. Don't you hate when people say bodies for people? That really fucking <laughs> fucking gets me over the edge. It's kind of sub. It's it's uh. What do you call it? Dehumanizing. It's, it's yeah. It's, that's rude. Yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. Anyway, we're minds. But this movie is very bodies. <laughs> yeah, in that way. Okay, so yeah, there isn't a lot of like personality. What do you mean? In the characters, like or like depth. Oh my of god, like, no! They're which is very abs- fascinating. Oh, we're about to go. Cr- I'm, do you remember what I just said about like all the characters and stuff? Now we're about to go crazy mode when we get into this second half. Yeah. Okay, so let's break it down. Second half, here we go. So first of all, this we were halfway through. So so right now, where people are people are not seeing the blood in the hallway. She opens the door to look out. She looks down and she's kind of dazed. She thinks she just killed someone. She's like, <laughs> and looks back and there's just a puddle of blood. Gina! Gina's not laying on the ground. And then she slowly comes back into the room and it's just a classic, just kind of a classic, uh, you know, following her from behind and then cu- cuts to right in front of her and Gina's hiding behind the door. Well, first the door starts to move. Yeah! And there's a mirror on, there's a mirror on the That's door. That's right. And you and think it it's about to reveal something that she's standing in the hallway, but then it cuts to, and she's behind, behind the door. Behind the door and hits her twice uh, in the head. Hits knocks her, her out. hard. Knocks, knocks that bitch down with a, S- like, some ceramic heavy bowl. Ceramic. Heavy ceramic. Yeah, because it, it makes break. that thunk, And thunk. it doesn't break. No. <laughs> Smash cut two. Well, it fades. A classic, just a okay, fun sorry. aside, a classic fade Olivier Assayas, because he he's loves gentle. doing a fade. Until he's not. A, a, a very punctuated fade out to black, fade back in from black to like yes. do an ellipsis. He loves doing that, and it always hits. The ones in Personal Shopper towards the end, where you start to feel this. I was thinking missing. a lot about his Get Kristen crazy. Stewart movies when we were watching this. Well, because remember when she like maybe murdered her client? And hallucinates that it's a ghost and thinks it's a ghost, which you like kind of maybe. But also when Clouds of Sils Maria starts to go off the handles a little bit. Yes, and it also starts to do the fades. And there is that young female presence, a different Chloe. A different Chloe, Grace Moret, who's a mother to a lot of these Who turns out to be the, she's got her finger on the pulse. She's controlling things. That's right. Yeah. And once again, fascinating. Young blonde woman. It's hard out here for a brunette. And 2010 is when he started with Mia. It's just interesting. And you know that Mia used to be like bald. She had like a tiny, bird. tiny Mia Farrow cut. Mm, like like have you cut. seen what she looks like in his first movie when she's playing the 14-year-old lover of one of the no. characters? I've never okay. seen the t- early whatever. Okay, well, that's neither. <laughs> but it's just interesting because I wonder if that's 
that archetype in his movies if she's the kind of yeah. like all knowing i feel like it makes sense that he would see her as so all powerful like uh, the man this man like to, to any woman with kind of like any extra sense of um emotional intelligence i feel like to men feels like a, and a that's, powerful sorceress and <laughs> in his actually in his more like personal memoir-esque yeah. films there's always that a quote ethereal female character mm-hmm. in cold water mm-hmm. the woman who the girl who disappears mm-hmm. in what's the one you the summer from, hours summer hours late course, august early september no the one that's later mid 2000s 2012 you said it was or something early or uh, something in the air yes something in the air yeah après may mm-hmm. after may you know he Meaning is may somebody who I don't always love the way he realizes his female characters. I think sometimes he gets, but well, he does it better than a lot a of men. Capital M man, straight yes. man, yes. artist, yes. French man, yes. <laughs> and he, but he does more interesting things with mm. the complexities of his female characters than most of oh, his yeah. contemporaries or other male directors who are younger than him too. Mm-hmm. He's really there's something there. There's Agreed. something there, and he. It's so, I just love that between different films, his character, his female characters mm. are often strange combinations between a very cinematic femme fatale archetype yeah. and just a real woman. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, anyway, so we've laid all of that. She wakes up. She wakes up in the, an apartment in her, in her hotel room. Her clothes have been changed. Yeah. And she, and like, she like screams into a pillow because she's like, "Well, it's over." Well, like, what did the and in then the beginning? What did Karen say about in the beginning? Karen says something Bitch. to Chloe Savini about being Ooh, drugged and put thank in. Thank you for reminding me of this. And she says, "The trunk like of I her was own raped." Cup. She says, "I feel like I was raped because she lost Savini's- all this time. She was drugged. She was manhandled." Mm-hmm. And she says to Chloe Savini that, and then Chloe Savini's like, "She's like, it's no. not the same. No, Karen, it's not the same. Don't think about that." And, and of then, course, at the time when you hear that, you're like, okay. But oh my God. And then Diane <laughs> wakes up. On. Well, then Diane wakes up on the floor In her of her undies. hotel. Having lost time. Yeah. Having been not drugged, but knocked, knocked out. Knocked TF unconscious. And then who shows her the video? Well, hold on. Of, hold on. Sorry. Because well, things, that's, that's shortly when, after. This babe. is when every single. It is. But every single next thing that happens in the movie, yeah. which is literally more than half the film. Because mm-hmm. like the the fight happens at fifty minutes, I I saw last night. Okay, and it's two hours exactly. Yep, isn't quite connected. You f- you feel like there might be stuff missing in between each section of the f- next 100%. part. So like, after she wakes up, strange lips. The next thing she's seeing is she's in the car driving. Classic. This whole movie, you could say, is takes place in cars or in clubs, raining windows. Uh, every, through multiple panes of glass. Maybe that's why I kept thinking about Crash too. Oh yeah, <laughs> but like she's driving in the rain, and she's and she's little Chloe is telling her where to meet her. Yeah, and little Cl- Miss Chloe gets in the car, pulls out a dang gun, points it at the bitch head, says drive, and you're like, okay, all right. She takes her to the lowest, deep, deeper. Keep going. Deeper. Keep going. Deeper. She's deeper. Just keep swimming. Into the very bottom of the basement. Of course, like, don't we love that? We're finally going deep, 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 dark to really make that, vi- that underground that, that metaphor really clear <laughs> into the depths. 
and takes her to the last floor and then holds the gun to her head and makes her rev the gas to start filling the room with carbon monoxide. And then pulls the trigger. Um, And then pulls the trigger and it's empty. And she says, that was Karen's message. Gets out of the car. Because Karen was an agent of Demon Lover. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. One of the major. So, like, Diane thought she was in charge. Because she's a Mangatronic. But everyone works for Demon Lover. Oh, (laughs) you thought you could do that? You have no idea what I have in store for you, little mommy. You messed with the wrong shit. But yeah, um, and then literally, it's also strange. R- Chloe gets out of the car, immediately leaves. Diane says to her saying, gathers herself, speeds out of there, and immediately calls her and tracks her down again. She gets back in the car. Chloe does. Yeah, and they go somewhere else, and then suddenly we're in another. Who the fuck knows how long, much longer this took place? Took place after. Yeah, they're in some other hotel it doesn't look like the same one and she's, th- she's talking to chloe about making some kind of deal and she gets shown the tape of uh the bloody mess being cleaned up her bodies chloe w- watch looking over the scene of her and gina's the, you know, the blood all the blood and watching it be cleaned up and watching her be taken into the other room and stuff. carried by these giant men. yeah yeah um and which I know, well, we'll get to that later, but I think there are certain same same big, large men that we see later on. I do think it's the same ones. Um, or at least of the same faction. Yes. Um, and then she's like, okay, like, so or do you agree to the deal? We don't hear what the deal is. She's like, yes, okay. And, you, and there's no other copies. Like, you, we, will, we will destroy all of them. Like, yes, we have a deal. Um, but then Mangatronics calls. That's right. Well, that's later. That's when way later. The phone? That's yes. That's way later. I think, or is it that scene? I don't think because it's, that it's much when later. she's it's when she's she's unconscious. Diana's unconscious. Chloe kisses her while she's unconscious. That's later. It's the same part where she says, "Well, I did." It's oh, the same, and then it's the same part. That's later. Is it? Yes, when she's already been taken. This is already in Mexico. That's how you know this movie's a bit of a mindfuck. Oh, absolutely. Well, it just completely starts to. Yeah. So what happens after that? That's why I had to skim through it again. <laughs> mm. What happens after that? Oh God. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to get it in the right order, but it's before tough we get it... to Mexico, basically it seems like, oh, well first you get a scene in the offices once again, but everything is even weirder looking, even bluer. The sound design is going and Diane is clearly now like a puppet and she is a doll who is put in her dollhouse and she is under the thumb and she's coming into Chloe Sevigny's office and timidly saying I got this for you and she said did did you do all this okay good and then right before leaving Chloe's office in which Chloe's behind like once again three panes of glass looking as grained out as possible she's like oh Diane I meant to ask you something she turns back she says Never mind. <laughs> and I thought we were at that point. I was like, "Oh, we're close to the end, girl." <laughs> There's like 35, 40 minutes left. At, at least that 30, point. yeah. At least thirty. Um, amazing. I love. I just love that. I love when something completely just sharp left. There's nothing. Nothing hits like that when it hits good. I'm scared of this part now, though. Oh, baby, no! Don't be. Are you kidding? It's as light as day. It's all so clear to me. Um, 
so now, bef- once again, before we get to the crazy Mexico finale, um, she has one more dinner with our bald friend, with the man, who's who's you know kind of a sleazy guy in Tokyo. They kind of almost fucked. Maybe they did. That's unclear. There's so much not shown. I don't think they did. The iconic part early on when they're both hiding, they both hide from each other. They were just watching the same porn channel on, on the Japanese TV, and 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 both like clue into it. Um, yep. They have a long dinner, and that's a weird scene because it suddenly it really feels like a, a part from the earlier part of the film until it starts to shift. But like, and then the lighting is super warm, and it's, it's very just, it, flirty. She seems really at ease, Diane. Yeah, yeah. Like but of course, over course of the conversation, you, there's subtext to every single thing that is said, and, and he it's admits. just like so. And then finally, after basically after they have a conversation about like what you were expecting me to say and where we are and everything is all roundabout. Nothing is direct. It's all so classic, like uh corporate thriller speak where everything yeah. means something else. D- is he like just kind of bluntly gives up the gun and says, so yeah, you know, Elise works for me. I work for Elise. We work. Elise is Chloe. Basically saying like, we're all, yeah, you're, you're the fucking mouse in the cage. Mama. We all went for demon lover. And basically, and then also remember suggested that Chloe at a different point in this later section says, um, you like, you didn't sleep with him then? Did you, when you were going to sleep with him in Tokyo, that's when you thought he was blackmailing you, right? And you liked that, right? Mm. (laughs) Like throwing that back in her face. And she, she like, she absolutely does. When she kisses him in Tokyo is absolutely when she's thinking it's him. You know, it's it's very it's very kinky, but of course, right? Like subjugation, yeah. domination, all of that is voyeurism. You know, it's all very sex is right there. Relinquishing control, power. Yeah, everything is about sex except sex, because that's about power. Have you heard that classic quote? It's kind of true, but it's kind of annoying too. Um, I don't know who said that. I don't know who said that. Yeah, and um, they go back to his... Definitely point. not Camille Polly, because Camille Polly would just say, sex is about sex, you stupid bitch. It's about nature, it's about fear, it's about death. Anyway. But then they go back to his place. Well, hold on. Oh, hold no. on. Yeah, and then she's, like, humiliated, and he's like, you... She's, she says, like, well, I, I really thought... She says it straight out. I thought I was the one who needed to be in control, but I guess that's you. And he's like, I mean, it's all the same, but... Like, you don't deceive people? He's almost like saying to her, like, mm-hmm. bitch, can you be too upset? Yeah. But of course, you, who wants to be the, the bitch on the bottom? The scapegoat? The, 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 the mouse? Well, if you thought you had a secret and everyone was in this corporate structure and then it turns out it's you like were baby. all alone you on the Megatronics Island and everyone is on the Demon Lover Island. Yeah. And they're just waiting to eat you up. Um, yeah, then they go back... They first start passionately kissing briefly. Outside. Yeah. Then it immediately turns rough. When they're back at his place. Yes. And he ostensibly rapes her. Yes. In a eerie, not ultra-violent kind of gray, gross way. Yeah. Um... And it's vil- it's quiet. The soundtrack that often, so often in this film is full of noise and, and grain and drone is silent. 
shot very, very up close, quietly. Mm. Um, and then it fades out to black, fades back in, and it's sometime early in the morning. And it's their up. naked bodies, perfectly right. And he is stroking well, her skin. All right, let's just and, hold on, hold on. Don't, because we don't I, need a slow. Yes, yes we do. Yes, play, we babe. do. Because I watched it last night, and it's very, very interesting. Uh, very, very quiet. He starts to try and make a little morning love. She's fully half asleep. She's asleep. She's way. He's waking her up by fucking her again. And it's very quiet, and it's mm. this—it's the shot of the light through the window on his butt cheeks as they slowly rise and fall. <laughs> and it's very, very quiet. And she's just with her going, mm-hmm, kind of like, it's between sex noises and waking up noises. And then she's slowly reaching her hands across the sheets and down, and then... Purse. Edits go. <laughs> and it's... She holds the gun, cut to, cocking the gun, cut to, it's next to his head, different cut to, bam, bitch. Blows his brains Blows out. Blows his brains out. Starts screaming. The soundtrack starts going, <laughs> starts screaming bloody murdy. He falls off the bed and starts twitching and spraying blood out of his fucking head holes. And she's screaming like a scream queen in a slasher film. Clutching her knees. Borderline it's fetal, like, like seated it fetal is position. Not, it is a different, it is suddenly like a, it, it's a horror film in that one yeah. moment. It's fully, it's like so Psych- visceral psycho. crazy. Yeah. Literally covered in blood, screaming with her bob. <sighs> Which is to say, um, I mean, it's all very explicit, right? Wouldn't you say that? the way this subjugation and power finally comes down to this personal, like that, that it was always like with him, this little sexy power game suddenly becomes so they were peers at one point. Yeah. And it's they clear that well in her mind, but no, it's, well in the reality of the film and the, once she took over true. for Karen, they were tag teaming the Tokyo mm-hmm. anime. And he was talking about how much he respects her and she's such a good, yeah. whatever. And, and how he, you know, she's t- she, he's telling everyone how tough she is, but how she's good, how he's, like, happy that they're working together. And, and now, then, just, you are a thing. And then she Kills him. his fucking ass. And then you thought it was, could, couldn't get any worse for old girl. Nope. And it gets <laughs> so much worse. And then worse. it gets weird, because right from, right from, and we've already, she's already weirdly been, like, bagged over her head taken to the villa right where she before this happens i believe where chloe where, where she talks to chloe and other people when she gets that bruise on her inner yeah. elbow and she's already clearly like under this whatever um now suddenly we are it literally goes directly from the screaming blackout to car window mountainous desert landscape chloe and Diane helicopter or like something don't they like land there is a helicopter at some point not that big there no that's what it is the windows of the helicopter then and in the helicopter she gives her a pill and she takes it right and just like when she drugs Karen at the very start you know as they get out of the helicopter she starts wavering yeah um you know like just to mirror it exactly and she's in this and then she's in this Strange villa, dark. She's in this crazy fetish leather superhero-esque jumpsuit and this black wig. 
right? Looking like Barbarella, looking like a comic book character, which is very important if you remember. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> um, in a Hellfire Club dungeon. In the, she's not yet in the dungeon. No, no, no. She's just in a dark apartment, and suddenly, and, and, and that's it. And then uh, there's someone at the door, and she takes the television, uh, throws wink, the wink, window. wink, yeah. and throws it through the window, and is running through the dark from whoever. Who the fuck knows? It's it's as if she's now in a Matrix-style simulated world to me because she's this character and the whole movie is playing with these very cinematic tropes of this character, this femme fatale, this spy, you know, in tough situations, but now it's all kitched up, right? And she's running... It's not kitched up. Just in her outfit. Everything else is 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 really dark, and uh, the visuals are also the same way. But but the outfit in my you mind, you can't the, say that that's the outfit in my mind is more in service of this pornographic world. So we've you been think that that's still of. in the world, and she's just escaped, trying to escape? Interesting. I really do. But then in the but she doesn't. But then it gets weird because come come with me on this journey. She es- escapes with a the car. They're shooting after her. There's a car chase through the open dark desert. She turns off. They keep following her. At some point, she she baits another car and turns to, to, to make them flip over. Cars crash. One of the gu- other guys who was watching goes to one of the cars that she flipped over. Kills the people. Lights it, it. Kills everyone. Lights it on fire. And then in the fire. She's. It's you start. And then she's. She the gets music out of her rises car. And she's just standing. Over the fire. And the, her image is blurred yeah in this outfit wig off so she doesn't it's weird she doesn't try to escape seemingly the people that are on the side of the people that are chasing her kills all the people that are chasing her really really nonchalantly and she just stand, goes to him and is just standing there didn't her car flip over though hers didn't i think it did i don't believe so that was someone else's that was the other one i thought they both did maybe but she looks she's completely untouched Standing there, she's completely untouched. I wonder if you can see the car in the background of that fire shot. It's just very strange. It it, it gives the vibe. I mean, like, for the next part, it feels like... And I'm not saying that within the context of the film, she, like, yeah, they're supposed to be showing you that she's in a simulation. No. It just feels like it, and it makes... It brings to mind the rest of the film that is so pointedly genre-y. Um, and that it's all about these stories and, and violence and, and sexy women doing sexy things. But at the bottom of all of it is literal like subjugation and torture where, yeah. of course, what do we see? What do we see at the end, Ezra? What do we see at the end? What do we see next? What do we see next? Well, she gets put into one of the dungeons and they put the like, what do you call that? Gimp suit. They put the gimp suit on her ass and it's intercut. With no, it just goes direct. It starts with the boy, though. And then you see her get the mask on. It, Is uh, it? Yes. And then it goes eyes, back correct, to the boy. Through his eyes, yeah. So we have a teenage boy. Crazy. Suddenly, different filter. Suburbs. Completely different filter. Birds chirping. Suburbs. Bright primary colors everywhere. Jarring, jarring visual difference from the rest of the film. 14-year-old boy on HellfireClub.com. In his beautiful little room going to Hellfire.com and the music rises up and it's just as like whenever Hellfire.com, any character brings up Hellfire.com. Which by the way, like remember that both Diane, (sighs) Diane brings it up and she's looking very titillated and she's like lost in it. She's like very, 
I hear it as like it's pretty like you're you, you you can't turn away can you you know what I mean like you know when she when they have that strange confrontation in the second half that's also really weird and nebulous yeah um basically and the being like and used... she's literally says I think like you have no idea what's yeah what you're in for um and the little boy is like okay torture Zora okay um she is dressed like Storm from X Men and she's being tied to the metal bed and then one of the men start and then he gets interrupted. Because his dad comes up, he's like, wait. And then he leaves the room, but it arches around back to close up uh, the computer screen. And it is Miss Thing in her X-Men gig. Just look, staring at the camera, staring at this fucking camera. <laughs> Woo! But like, so the, the, the fact that have you ever walked through everything like that before? Well, it's important. It's just like so. Is it? These are the pieces we have to reckon with. Do you know what I mean? Like, but now, what? How do you reckon? Bitch, I'm trying. I'm, but I'm trying to say. Okay. Well, like, what <laughs> do you don't have know. to say about that? Every when we first see the when we first get a tour of of Tokyo anime and we see what they're working on, it's all. Remember, there's like a Lara. We also hear about a Lara Croft torture site that these are all badass murderous women but at the base of all of it is that is, is of specifically male society but all society even children wanting to see them tortured and helpless like the complete opposite of the bdsm like the you want to see the dominatrix punished and that that's so part of culture that's so chill especially japanese anime it is it is very present in it like like there's such an obsession with the like the rape of the strong woman like always being threatened with like some phallic thing while she's tied and then she gets out and fights the bad guy but like that is such a trope especially in anime mm. you know and there's even like styles of anime that are like the soft porny type that are the, what they're making that's even more explicit with all of that mm. and it's like that is our diane diane is this woman this strong badass who the desires of an of a rotted society of a rotted digital age society converge on her to subjugate her Oof. But when, you, <laughs> when you put it like that though i'm like what does that say about our man oh he's a sicko because if that if and that's of so strange he's a sicko. That, well no we know he's a sicko no we know that of course but, but i'm saying like very, within the, within this one. film <laughs> sure 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 if that's you know if that's what it is it's being undone you know, we're, or she's being undone, like this kind of controlled character on the top of her game, getting to the top of her game. He's orchestrating her demise, mm. a la the porn in the film yes. that you're talking about. Yikes. I don't like that. It's, well... It's just interesting. But where like, can, to you, what there's end? There's so much more than that. That's his presentation of the end point of our obsessive media consumption. So you, and, and you think he's making a commentary? Oh yeah, but yeah. it's a, one of the like like uh, the commentaries that I really love. He's having his damn cake too, mm. right? Uh, it is of it every. It's, mm -hmm. it's in every frame of the film, right? That she is this like. It, it feels like a person banging against the walls of uh the film and tr and and trying to get out but but being constricted which is such an french art house cinema thing like especially the films that were coming out when he was growing up it's except he is <laughs> combining that 
very artsy, mm-hmm. very farcical kind of a thing. But like, you know, that is Celine and Julie Goboding is about two women who accidentally find themselves in some kind of weird alternate universe stage play where all the same things keep happening to women and they find a way to set the character free into the real world. Mm. Um, so it, it like this very meta, like we're dealing with, you know, storytelling tropes. Like he, he kind of took that, but put it in a blender with, with torture porn. Hello, so he's t- the boy. September. He's the boy. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And he is owning that. And mm. it's very cynical, obviously very, very, I think that's why a lot of people kind of rejected is, the yeah. film. Um, well, I think that's time. he is, and I think that's something that he does really well. Is like he does ride this line between sentimentalism and being so cynical, mm-hmm. and I think that's why Very some different. of that's why his sentimental films are so good. Is because there there is a coldness to them always, yeah. like some are ours. Like, like there hours. is and this. Clean. Have you seen Clean? No, it's his ri- take on the rock star ex addict redemption arc. Oh. It's so it's literally just a hangout film. It's so fucking good and a melodrama. So good. With and real e- musicians playing themselves. And even his like historical anyway. epic Carlos, right? Like uh, which could be something that was so cl- cold yeah. and clinical. Yeah, it there, still has he moments brings of in ex- that mm. heart to it. Mm-hmm. So I just think there's something to be said. I mean with this film it is it's different and it's <sighs> it's, it's real cold. It's not incomprehensible quite, but it is there's parts of it that are impenetrable and you can't say what happens. Like we were trying to figure out, no, is Gina Gershon dead? We don't know. You don't know. Because and it's as like, as soon as that happens, there's a lot left to the, she abstract. is no longer the care. Like, like the, the entire conception of the world of the film is, is, is gone. And right. The ellipses we were talking about, there's just so much that is left up to a controlled question mark. Yeah. Where it starts to become the images that we, of the last half of the film, I think start to replicate what all the ones that we see on every TV screen for the yeah. whole first half, which is yeah. always sex and violence and, and fear stoking and right. like, and he's uh, very aware throughout that everyone engaging with the film is engaging with a screen of their own. Mm-hmm. So it's the screen within the screen, within mm-hmm. the screen to the screen to the, I mean, just all just the think about I, I love up around this it. watching. I let the credits run after I finished my skim last night mm-hmm. and I caught, that, that there's a whole the whole section of filming the Hellfire Club content and the people that worked on that and the actors. Wow. And it just just to be reminded of filming the fake, very abstracted Yeah, there's no it's not explicit. Footage. No, it's it not isn't, explicit. but it's it it's it's so it's like grainy and hard to watch, tell enough that it really feels real a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um just like wow. It must have been really really crazy. I mean, I just love that that sicko, that fucking sicko Olivier, filmed that. That's, and just that that's he a, really, that, that's a lot he there. really <laughs> built this world that his, you know, corporate story revolved around. Yeah. He really and did the details. Now that you've seen this film, yeah. can you have a? D- you've seen Bergman Island, of course. You have a. <laughs> you have a. Do you remember? So this is Mia Hansen Love's film about a filmmaker partner, who's Older clearly man, younger clearly woman. him. Of course. Um, uh, th- that's no no yeah. question. Um, and at one point in the film, that she doesn't. It's, it's, I mean, like a lot of me, there's things that are just in there. It's 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 that that aren't. It's her version of like. In. And there's a lot of abstract. You remember that you see we see a bit of his film, and it's a woman in a getup being chased, and it's all blue. And all his drawings in his notebook, the drawings women being of the tortured, women bound and tortured. Yeah. So there it is, right? There's and. She met him. They, they no, sorry. They were they knew each other, but they got together in 2002 when this film was was being really big. 
Yeah. Um, so there's definitely something there. Okay, I we have to like we have to wrap up. Sign us off, love. So well, I mean, I mean this this really just does continue our random fixation on this podcast. Maybe just me and you. Maybe it hasn't. I don't know how much it's blood into the podcast, but I think about like. I would want to do a double feature with this film and Trouble Every Day for people. They came out in the same year. Mm. Both 2002. Both very, that era of like t- two big French titans of art cinema yeah. making a, a very different but similarly obtuse There's the and corporate aspects to Trouble Every Day. Yeah. yeah. About commodification and desire. And in that case, she uses the cannibalism metaphor, which always hits. Um, no, I think we could really like, because we were talking about with clockers. The we talked about this and thing torture porn being born in two thousand three or four with Hostel. Like, they mm. were almost right at the jump. Like post nine eleven, like the t- the whole crazy obsession with violence and torture that happened in media. It seems like right at the fountainhead. It's it's crazy to think that those two films kind of like were a bit ahead of but the curve. This film, um, Demon Lover, could also fit into what we're talking about with the like main character being ripped apart by the narrative of yes. that the director is creating. Yeah. Like we were talking about, I think you said, well, the maid dangled for the, the entire film. You're talking about, cause that's where we end with Traveler Day. Is that what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about oh. this. Also, what we're violence, talking about with clock violence in pristine French hotels in both films. Yes. Really interesting. No, but what we were talking about with clockers and you said the oh. Elaine May movie was one we were talking about like, we're like the main character just feels so Stressed and destroyed by the powers that that be within the film, right? But whereas in Clockers, you feel it's much more. Um, um, the narrative is a little more. What's the word? It's it's more um, like a fable. And, but it jumps to it takes Demon this Lover tonal shift, like a deep dark anime. But it's bit. similar in the in the way that it starts out in this clinical, like we have, you know, corporate espionage, murder mystery. Mm. And then it devolves into weird jumps in time. Existential. And you can't really figure out exactly reality the thread. shifting yeah. trap, yeah. nightmare. For work, the main like, character. Mindfuck, yes. We're just into a whirlpool. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Oh, it's just... A film that I could watch over and, and will watch over and over and over and over and over again. I feel like I, I this is my second time and I was yeah. already, and then I skimmed it again, but like already so many different thoughts. Uh-huh. And I know if fourth viewing, it would be like some, all oh, I would have a completely different thesis. And I just love that. On we the, did it. On the, on the Ezra Ouchie uh, <laughs> scale, what would you, where would you put this next to like, Trouble every day, and and what are some other ones? Well, maps the stars is mostly just fun. Yeah, well, I think these two are probably like a. S- I think trouble every day. If trouble every day because of that scene towards the end is like, an eight, this is probably a and s- the middle one. This is like a six or a seven. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I like that one. I mean, that one's amazing. I love that. But one. it's hor- horrifying. Didn't mess me up. Didn't mess you up. I liked it. I was really fucking like like chunks of his lip flapping while she's lick, licking them. But remember that we talked about it get. was a little cheeky. Oh yeah, but the other one is not. The other one is not. No, and with this I'd say it was like a six to seven. Yeah, yeah, and it's 
Yeah, it's more conceptually disturbing. The conceptual the part is really And of course upsetting. the one crazy it's horror really movie moment when 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 the That scene is the very cold strange sex scene that does feel very real becomes a, really, a visceral nightmare. That's the the hardest scene I'd say almost. Yeah. Some of the Japanese anime porn is, is also is really, really rough. rough to watch. I can't even talk. Okay, can you sign us off before I start crying? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've got to get Ezra to his padded cell, everyone. I'm gonna, <laughs> we're, we'll take him out for the next one where I'm going to keep tormenting him. He's actually just like the woman in Demon Lover. And if you can torture Ezra, you can send in what you want me to do to him. Okay. <laughs> Type it um, in. Love you guys. Keep watching. Buy us a soundboard. Okay, bye. Till next time. Cinema. Cinema.